0: excited today. Welcome to uh, that. This is like episode number one. Oh! Yay. Um, uh, I think it's going to be like, you know, I've been thinking what the name is going to be. And so I think it's going to be the Myrtle Mitten Show. So oh, cool.
1: I love that. The Myrtle Mitten Show. I'm so excited. Oh, well, yeah. You know what I should have done, Myrtle? I just yeah. thought of it. And I was like, oh, my stars and garters. I should have had my bell. Oh. <laughs> Well, I have one for you. (laughs) Okay, there you go. I have one, but it's in the other room. Oh, that's
0: so awesome.
1: So thank you
0: so much. Uh, Today we are visiting with uh, the girlfriend of all girlfriends, uh, Cheryl Smith, who is uh, a dear friend and a mentor and a colleague and someone that I actually admire and respect and look up to. And so we are gonna dive into uh, this edition just to get to know her a little bit. And our mission is really to bring you some hope and inspiration. Uh, you might laugh a little, and you know, uh, that's part of it as we uh, are on this journey together. So uh, so everybody say hi to my good friend, Cheryl Smith. Woo-hoo! Hey, y'all. <laughs> All right, so Cheryl, just tell us a little bit about you and who is, who is Cheryl?
1: Okay, so well, honestly, I was born in Davenport, Iowa. Most people don't know that; they think that I'm a Floridian. Um, And my parents moved to Homestead when I was six weeks old, and I lived in Florida my entire life until Rich and I took a temporary opportunity in New Jersey in 2000. So I moved from Florida to Jersey, and I became "quote unquote," as they say, a Jersey girl. Um, And I was there until 2009 when I then relocated back to Orlando, Florida. So as you know, Myrtle, we, we were blessed to meet through Tupperware. So that's what took me to New Jersey. Um, I am one of five kids. My, I'm married to my amazing husband. We have two daughters. They're 11 years apart um, because they told us we couldn't have any more children and God thought otherwise and blessed us with our Ashley, 11 years after Amber was born. Um, I have four grandkids. I have two granddaughters, um, Maddie and Lily, and we have two grandsons. Um, I affectionately call them King George because he's the first boy on our side of the family, and he's two and a half, and we just welcomed a brand new grandson, Smith Edward, um, on December second, 2020. So... That's a little bit uh, about me. Do you want any more about me, Myrtle, or is that a, is that good?
0: That's that is really that's really good. So you have your king and your prince. I love that. I
1: right? do, yeah. and I have two princesses. So yeah. I'm all set. You're so. all set.
0: <laughs> that's pretty awesome. Oh, that's great. I'm really really excited and glad to. Uh, so you know, people are always kind of um, wondering at least I am wondering. So who is the most infamous or famous person that you've met?
1: Well, I haven't met a lot of famous people, Myrtle, that the world would consider famous. Um, I feel like I've met some really amazing people. And two of them, there's three that come to mind um, that had a huge impact on my life. Um, The first one was my very first distributor, um, Jean Ann Dolan. So in Tupperware, that's what they used to call. And she's the one that literally set my course on becoming a Tupperware distributor and, and got me to where I stayed in Tupperware and literally built a career um, because of Tupperware. And then from there, I was blessed to meet Regina White, who had another huge impact on my, not only my business, but on my life yes, um, as exactly. a whole. And I met her after I became a Tupperware distributor and she actually was my Tupperware regional. I was so blessed. And then the third person that had a huge impact in my life on a career point, point these are all career people, was Tanova Finney who was um, actually was my boss. Um, I had the pleasure of and the blessings to work with him on his executive team for seven years. Um, so they had huge impacts on my life as far as Tupperware is concerned, which actually, because I was in Tupperware for 35 years, Myrtle, it had an impact on my personal life too. Um, So lots and lots of mentors in my personal life um, through my church and also through my Tupperware um, friends that I've been so blessed to meet um, throughout the world because of Tupperware.
0: Okay, that's awesome. So share with me like one of those stories that maybe come to your mind that uh, when we were talking the other day, you you mentioned a story with Regina White when, you know, she kind of oh, yes. like
1: got, so got your head on thinking straight. So when Regina um, was my regional, she sat me down and Regina called everybody, honey. And um, she said, honey, she goes, what do you really want out of your business, out of your Tupperware business? And I said, Regina, we were a small distributorship. And I said, I really want to be in the top 40, because back then, Myrtle, back in the late 90s, early 2000s, um, to be in the top 40 was like all that and a piece of bread, right? So there was like 268 (laughs) distributors at the time. So to be in the top 40 in the nation was a big deal. So we sat down, and she literally helped me create a plan on how to get to the top 40. Um, And I remember sitting at our very first, we used to call them distributor conferences, And Rich and I were sitting in the back because that's where our region was sitting. And Glenn Drake was the president and they were doing the top 40 countdown. And they called my name. They called Energized Enterprises out. And Myrtle, I was like number 32, I think, in the nation. Well, by the time I ran all the way down to the front, I remember Glenn Drake saying, he said, Um, I always say, Oh, my stars and garters. He didn't say that he was like, Oh, my, can y'all imagine what it's going to be like when she's number one, because you'd have thought I was number one, I was so excited um, to be in that number 32 position. And that kind of set the course of, of where I was going to go with the company. So I mean, honestly, Myrtle from there, I actually started something with my company. And it was called we're running with the big dogs. And that was to be in the top 40. And then we wanted to run with the huge dogs. Cause then I was like, well, we want to be in the top 20. And then we wanted to run with the mega dogs. And that was to be in the top 10. And then our goal was to be the dog. And that was to be number one. Um, we never made number one. We, we hit number four um, in the nation and number 19 in the world. But Regina really helped me see things bigger than what I could see for myself and my yes. company.
0: Yes. And and that is just what's so awesome about, you know, mentors, they're able to help you to see that bigger picture, which, which is absolutely. Great. Oh, that's awesome. All right. So the next question is, so who uh, is the most interesting person or crazy thing you have done on your travels? I know one of the things that we've been privileged to do is to go you know, many places all over the world, so I'm looking for a really cool story of uh, something that happened on your travels, Cheryl. Okay,
1: well, that's easy, Myrtle, so (laughs) I have been blessed to travel all over the world, but I will tell you probably one of the highlights of my travels was when Mitch and I got to actually go to South Africa, and we actually got to go on an African safari, Um, literally in the Jeep, you know, it was like, oh my gosh, and to be out in the literally on the plains of the Serengeti and to be out there and to go around a corner and there would be a giraffe or an elephant. But I remember being in our, in our Jeep with our guide. And all of a sudden we came to a complete stop, complete stop. Right. And he turned around he looked at us and he was like, shh. And so we were all, and we're talking, taking pictures, got our binoculars out. Right. And I was, we happened to be with some of our Hispanic friends in the back. They were in the back of the Jeep. And so he was talking to us in English and they didn't all quite understand. Well, and they kept talking and he kept, the guide would go, shh. Well, what turned out to be, there was a very, very, very venomous snake that was in the middle of the road and the snake actually would launch itself. And so we couldn't move because we would have startled it and any noise would startle it and it would launch itself. So he was trying to calm us down, right? And I remember going in the, I got up and I literally crouched to the back of the Jeep because it sat six six people, I believe. It was yeah. six seater on, you know, two on each side. Yeah. And I looked at my two girlfriends who I love dearly and I looked at them and I went, and so, and they looked at me and I said, and I actually was like, Shh, but I didn't make a noise, right? And I like, covered my mouth so that they could cover their mouth. And then when they finally understood, they saw the snake, right? Yeah. We were like, don't, the, the guide was like, don't move. And honestly, at first I thought, oh, it's just a snake, it's gonna go away. But when I learned that it could launch itself, right? And it could go in the, and if you were bitten by the snake, like that was it, like that was it. Wow. And then like 10 minutes later, We turned a corner and Myrtle, there wasn't one, there wasn't two, there wasn't three, there wasn't four. There was five lions right there. It was so amazing to see them out in the, and you just, we just, I can't even, In the hippos and the rhinoceroses. oh my gosh. I just, can you tell it was like just such a amazing, amazing time to be able to be out there um, in the wild seeing these animals so that's one of my top 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 memories of one of my travels was actually going on a um african safari oh
0: that that is a great story oh my goodness oh i cannot feel the hair standing on my god
1: <laughs> it really was. It, was it was so amazing the hyenas i mean everything that you see in the movies like they were there so it was pretty incredible oh that's awesome oh
0: so glad thank you for sharing that all right, so we're, we're going to go a little philosophical here. So tell me, uh, this is like, so knowing what you know now, right? And we can even think of it in the light of what we've just gone through in 2020 uh, with the pandemic and all this kind of stuff, or just in general in life. Um, you know, if you were to go back to a younger version of you
1: and, uh, and give her a little pep talk, so what advice would you give her? So um, two things, Myrtle. The first one is you don't have to be a people pleaser. Um, I was one of those people. And I think it was because I was my, I I lacked self-confidence. I think a lot of people um, that they don't have the self-confidence when they're younger. So they're afraid to step out of their comfort zone and try something new. Um, I became a people pleaser because I wanted people to like me. And so Um, I said yes to just about everything, and you don't have to be a people pleaser to be successful in life, and it's okay to say no, and you've got to, in order to be successful, um, you know, there's a saying, uh, Myrtle, that practice makes perfect, and that's not true. Um, There, you know, Mm -hmm. there is no perfect person that walks on the face of this earth except for, for me, um, my Lord and Savior, so I... Practice doesn't make perfect, but practice does make permanent. So when you step out of that comfort zone and you do it again and again and again and again and again, it doesn't make you perfect, but it does put in your mindset that, oh, I've done this, right? I can do this again. And so, and once you accomplish that small little comfort zone that you've stepped out of, you eventually can step out to a little bit bigger comfort zone and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger and a little bit bigger. So Um, So my first one would be, you know, don't be a people pleaser and don't be afraid to try something new. Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone. I never would have been where I was with Tupperware had I not, somebody had not believed in me Mm -hmm. and had I not stepped out of my comfort zone. So those would be the two things. And then, you know, Myrtle, my philosophy has always been in life. And I used to actually have it on my signature of my emails um, was, people don't care how much, you know, until they know how much you care, you know, and, um, and you've got to be able to love people, but you have to love yourself too. So, um, and so, so those three things as don't always, you don't have to be a people pleaser and always say, yes, Yes. you have to be willing to step out of comfort zone and it doesn't have to be a big leap. Myrtle, sometimes it's just that one little baby step that starts yours, that starts the journey. Right. And, um, and then you also, people need to know that you care about them, um, especially if you're starting a business, you know, it's not all about the numbers. It's about the people first, because at the end of the day, the people are what matters. Yeah. Oh, that is powerful. Oh, I could just cheer <laughs>
0: well, that's that is just absolutely perfect i love it all right and and then so we're coming close to uh, to the end and so what would be one thing that you would want to be remembered for when you know when uh, when the good lord says cheryl smith your time here on earth is done what what would you want people to
1: remember you for i'm gonna cry myrtle <laughs> um <laughs> honestly what i just said i hope people remember that i love them for who they were Mm -hmm. you know not for what they could do not for who they they were successful or not successful because you know as we were talking the other day myrtle there's always y'all there's always going to be somebody who's prettier who's smarter who's taller who's richer who's poorer you know who has what you want and i but honestly you can't compare yourself to those people. You have to compare yourself to you yeah. and you have to be able to love people for who they are and what they bring to the table. Yeah. And I really hope that people remember me for that.
0: Oh, absolutely. You have lived that uh, without a doubt. Uh, I'm going to share a quick Cheryl Smith story. So um, okay. we want we a draw for something and uh, Cheryl Smith is coming to kitchener to visit Myrtle Witten and she literally is in my house with my mom at the oh. kitchen table clearing the table putting dishes away and <laughs> my mom still remembers who that lady oh. was that came and made her feel so special so um it's absolutely true you have uh you have done that and lived that in a in a really great way Cheryl so thank you so much for that oh well
1: thank you girlfriend
0: Yeah. All right. So we're going to do this thing called rapid fire. Okay. Just for fun. So what you have to do is just answer the question rapid fire. So I'm going to say coffee or tea? Coffee. (laughs) Okay. Burgers or pizza? Oh, burgers. Ah, and you know what? It could change from day to day. Today it's burgers. (laughs) Okay.
1: Red (laughs) or white? And that's wine that is. (laughs) Uh, White. All right. And sweet or salty? Salty. I would rather have an appetizer than a piece of pie. Oh, really? Yes. Okay. Give me nachos. Girlfriend, give me nachos any day of the week. (laughs) Oh, that's so good to
0: know. All right. And then we're going to do Reader's Corner. So what book? Okay. So you can mention one or two or whatever. We want to get people reading. So what books would you recommend? um, Or uh, maybe that has impacted you or that you would say... Okay, this is a must read if you have not read this or something like that maybe do So a- I'm
1: a big I love john Maxwell. Okay, so anything john Maxwell I love Ken Blanchard. Um, I actually pulled two books that had a huge impact on me um, the one of them is called Tuesdays with Maury. Um, so if you guys haven't read this book, it's amazing. Um, And this book was given to me by our youth minister at my church when I started my Tupperware career. So it's many, 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 many. Matter of fact, I had to pull the jacket off because it was so ripped. But it's by Zig Ziglar, Zig Ziglar has passed away, but it's called See You at the Top. Yes. This has so many great um, life lessons in it and anything by Zig Ziglar, I highly recommend. Um, So some of my, Ken Blanchard, Zig Ziglar, John Maxwell and John Gordon. Um, but, you know, Myrtle, I think we can learn everything we need to know in life and how to be a better person if we just opened up the Bible, too. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Absolutely. Yay. Oh, my goodness. This has been a wonderful, wonderful interview. I'm so happy. Thank you so much for it. Oh, well, thank joining. you. It's been my
1: honor, girlfriend. If oh. I had my bell, I'd be ringing my bell for you right now. <laughs> I'm so proud of you for doing this, Myrtle. It's it's such a, you know, Myrtle, you are such a people builder, and you always have been, and your happy um, spirit just exudes happiness in people. So thank you for what you bring to not only my life, but to the lives of all of those that you touch. You are a blessing, girlfriend.
0: Oh, Thank you so much. I sure appreciate that. Thank you so much for being on the Myrtle Mitten Show. Yay. All right. Thank you so much, Cheryl. All, all right, girlfriend. Today, we did it. All right, yeah, I wish I had my bell, I'm ringing my bell, bell. (laughs) Where's your bell? How far away? Can I go grab it?
1: Yeah, go grab it. All right, hold on a minute. Okay. Okay, Bertels, so guess what? I'm gonna ring the bell that is so special. This is what started my bell collection. I have hundreds and hundreds and hundreds. Um, This was my dad's bell. He was actually, he started out as a fireman, a paramedic when I was just a child and retired as the chief of the um, fire department. And when my dad died, he passed away three years ago. They actually gave me my dad's bell. So it's an honor for me to ring this bell for you, girlfriend.
0: Wonderful. Oh, thank you, thank you, thank you. I will receive that honor Uh, in in honor of your dad. That is wonderful. Thank you so much. Um, My heart is full.
1: Thank you, thank you thank you girlfriend bye everyone right.
0: bye take care have a good day all right bye-bye thanks uh, you Daryl. too
1: bye-bye right.
0: so thank you so much that you were able to uh check in with me today please like uh this episode like my channel also subscribe I'd love for you to subscribe and share this content with people who you think that would benefit from it. so it's a Myrtle mitten show thank you so much